Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. in Townsville. Van Gisbergen has done a stellar job this afternoon. Once again, it's Shane Van Gisbergen, your winner for Red Bull Holden Racing Team. Please welcome back. It's VG. Hey, evening, guys. Good evening, mate. Good evening. Hey, um, it's been... Uh, it's been pretty full on, hasn't it, the last few weeks? But um, given that uh, the last few weeks, we won't obviously elaborate too much on the last few weeks. hasn't been kind to you. But a couple of weeks' time, Darwin's usually pretty good for you guys. So I bet you're pretty keen to get up there. Well, you say it's been been no good, but we've still got a fourth, which is all right. I didn't say no good. Pretty, I said it hasn't been kind. You've got pretty high expectations, man. <laughs> well, I have for you, and you have too. So I expect you to be P2 or P1 every time. But um, Darwin's been a really good hunting ground for you. So um, you must be uh, – and, and, you know, we've spoken quite a bit in the last few weeks, especially while you're racing. And um, it's been a little bit confusing for me because, you know, obviously I'm not there not yeah. knowing what's going on. And, and like, you're there your P2 and then you're not there and then you send me a text saying oh we've got no tyres and it's just it's been a very bizarre couple of rounds hasn't it yeah look there's a lot of ways to to look at it um, firstly it's freaking awesome to be racing again though after three weeks yeah. off or three months <laughs> off but um, you know secondly it's also not racing it's not really competition but it's exciting because you know there's a lot of different winners and you know, lots of different strategies, so we're really having to think a lot, but it's not pure performance racing. So it's it's yeah. hard in, in one way, um, but, you know, it is what it is, and we have to adapt, and I can you can certainly see why they're doing it. You know, there's lots of teams that are struggling with sponsors through this pandemic, and, and you know, we're trying to give everyone a, a chance at the limelight and stuff. So I, I think it's a good thing in some ways, but the pure competitor in me hates it. So, and is that? Do you reckon that's the the view up and down pit lane, Shane? Because because we saw at SMP one some ripper racing, yep. then they changed yeah. it all for SMP two, and there's there's been a bunch of criticism in the press and up and down pit lane. Do you think that's the general <laughs> feel? Supercars put out a release saying how everyone was raving about it, but I haven't heard anyone else. <laughs> Nor have I. Like <laughs> but anyway, but uh, I love the PR story. machine. <laughs> yeah, but, but for me, Sydney Motorsport Park 1, where we had one less set of tyres than we needed, and they were all the same compound, I thought the racing was fantastic because you still yeah. 
had to sacrifice one stint of a race. You still had to shuffle tyres around. And it wasn't a gamble, you know. You were still thinking and racing. And, um, you know, if you really wanted to go for broke and win a race, you still had that chance. And, but, and you know, you, you know, Percat managed it perfectly in the, in the first round. Um, and, you know, won, won a race through peel pace, but also through using his tyres in the right way. And I thought the racing was really good there. But, you know... Yeah. At, at the second round, it was too much. There was too much performance difference. You know, when people were on old hards uh, versus new softs, you know, they weren't. It was just mayhem. It wasn't real racing. So, yeah, that's my view anyway. But um, you know, according to the people who run the show, it was amazing. <laughs> and that's. But the funny thing is, that's exactly you've said exactly what I said last week, mm. didn't I, Matty? Yeah, I exactly. said yep. I loved SMP one because it yep. was just a one tire compound mm. with one less yep. set of tyres and the, the dual compound was too hard and, and, and I mean you just got to look at your qualifying chain I mean you were you were like uh, second second third at uh, SMP1 and then you were second yep. second 22nd at SMP2 yeah. all because of that other tyre compound that was mixed into the equation yeah well we didn't do a good enough job on that one we chose to completely sacrifice the race and a qualifying section, and and you know um, Scotty did a, did a better job, and even though he ended up back with me in race three, he still started up the front, which helped him a little bit. But um, yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. I really felt for for Lee Holdsworth and Anton. You know, they went for broke on the first race, didn't get a result, and um, you know they may as well have not turned up on Sunday. They qualified on the back two rows both races because they had no soft. So it's uh, it's a hard one. Uh, looking forward to Darwin, Shane. I'm, I'm not sure if uh, you knew, but you're currently on 398 starts. You're due to get your 400th race start up in Darwin. Are you a yeah. guy that f- follows the stats? Are you a guy that watches that and goes, oh, yeah, hey, I made 400? No, or no. do you just look at it and go, no. I didn't even know, don't care? Uh, I might get a free cake maybe. That'll be pretty good. <laughs> but, um, really, Did you ever think you I were going to make that. 400 starts? No, nah, but that, that's a dream, man. I, and I and I still am really grateful and and appreciate you know how cool it is to be a supercar driver and how lucky I am, and especially to be, you know, not that I'm sounding old or whatever, but to be competitive after such a long time and and hopefully still many years to come. I'm, uh, you know, I'm forever grateful that I've got this chance. But yeah, for the numbers at the moment, I don't don't really care. Hopefully, there's another ten or fifteen years to go, and I can still spend it being competitive. Well, just for for giggles, you're 398 starts, 36 wins, 109 podiums, and 29 Armour All Pole Awards. And thank you, Nimsy Azor, for all the stats. Well played, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, what's it like? I just want to know what it's like at the moment, because obviously you you said at the start there how fantastic it is to be back racing. What's it like to race without... Blue, uh, blue light filter glasses on, because <laughs> that's all you've been doing oh, yeah. pretty much four months, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was a weird time in New Zealand. Um, you know, having nothing to do and just racing on the computer with all the mates back in Australia and around the world. But um, you know, even when I got back here, it was it was all that was happening for a couple of or a month or so. But it's um, yeah, it's been been crazy. It's been been weird interacting with people in person again. That's for sure. But you know, everyone's everyone's sort of been isolating and, and doing their part. But yeah, certainly pretty crazy how the world was for a couple of months and still is, you know, the, um, had some weird phone calls 
this afternoon and messages that um, I'm probably not meant to say that, but anyway, mm. I might be on a plane to Darwin tomorrow, you know. So, they, um, yep. you know, with, yeah. in Queensland today, there was a couple of hot spots uh, in between Gold Coast and Brisbane, a couple of new cases, and, um, you know, they closed the border to Sydney and stuff like that. And Darwin is, Darwin is super strict on their border. Yeah. Um, and, and it's worked, you know, there's not many cases up there. Um, so, yeah, we may have to go tomorrow just to, just to get up there. You know, things, things are changing that quickly. So lots yep. of stuff going on to keep the series alive. Which will be interesting because, I mean, the teams have essentially just, after last weekend, landed and settled here in Queensland. Uh, they're all yep. spread across uh, the Gold Coast, and now that sounds like they might have to all jump on a plane and get north again. Um, I want to move away yeah. just from supercars a little bit because not only are you a former champion in supercars and a front-running driver, but you're also an extremely accomplished GT driver. How has this scenario affected your plans moving forward? Forward with GT racing. Oh yeah, it's, um, it's wrecked a few things. Uh, it wrecked the LMP1, LMP2 at, at Le Mans this year, and so that was a real wow. shame. But you know, it's uh, it is what it is. And uh, hopefully, by next year, I can go back to America. Had some racing lined up there with Lexus, which was which is awesome. Um, linking up with Steve Hallam again, so hopefully can get back to the states and go racing next year, and and hopefully some Europe stuff as well because. Yeah, I miss racing there, and I had a pretty awesome year planned, and it and it all got stuffed. But you know, it is what it is. You have to have to just adapt, and hopefully, it happens next year. And how did Triple Eight deal with that? Are they pretty cool with you just bombing off overseas in between supercar rounds, or you know, because some yep. I know that there are some drivers who turn around and or their teams turn around and say you're not allowed to go skiing or snowboarding. And, you know, your team seems to be happy for you to just go and race anywhere. Yeah, um, I, I guess for me, I always perform better when I'm when I'm in a race car and always driving. So yeah, I've, I've certainly noticed. You know, I, I had the the two or three months off, and then uh, went and drove a car for a friend in New Zealand. And the first car I drove was a little TCR car. And you know, it's only a little hairdresser's car. But when I pulled out of the pits, it felt like it had a thousand horsepower. So <laughs> everything was at rocket speed, and I was going loose everywhere. So it took me a long time to keep up with that thing. So it, um, yeah, the more I'm driving, the the better I feel. So and I think Roland understands that. So he lets me go and go and drive all, all the other stuff as as long as it doesn't affect the V8. Shane, I know we've got to let you go, but uh, and we've taken we've taken up a fair bit of your time. But going back yeah. to the E series, I've got to ask you, with your opinion, you would have you have seen all of those crazy memes and whatnot about your cat actually being the one <laughs> yeah. driving the car. How did that even start, man? I don't know. You know what the Ford people are like. They start their conspiracy theories when they're not winning. But um... <laughs> I, 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 I might have been guilty of that. Maybe. Maybe Did you do that. Yeah, Did yeah. you start that, Johnson? Oh, maybe I just threw a, a random thing in, like it's, it's Shane's cat. Like I was just maybe yeah. having a joke with someone. I said it's Shane's cat, mate. Don't stress, you know. Yeah. And all of a sudden, yeah. all these cat memes are coming out. <laughs> Yeah, I think it started because I didn't have a camera in New Zealand and uh, the internet where my folks are is, is junk, you know, and if someone, if I was racing and someone got on the phone or started downloading on the internet, the whole computer would freeze up. So it was, uh, I had no way I could run a camera, so someone started it. Must have been Stevie. And then um worked out good. I don't like cameras anyway, but when I got back to Australia... I got back to Australia and the pressure was on. People could see it was actually me driving, so I had to do well. Otherwise, 
Imagine, imagine if you didn't do well. Imagine if you were mid-pack <laughs> with, that, with that first race back with a camera. Oh. It would have been going oh. nuts. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, mate, it's, it's it all... Would have been stacked. The cat would have been high. <laughs> <laughs> so if you see a cat in car number 97 at Darwin, you know why. But, uh, hey, Shane, we do we really appreciate you jumping on board the driver's seat, mate. We always love getting you back on. As I've always said, you're my dad's favourite driver, and he's a 74-year-old Sri Lankan man, so you've got to be doing something right, SVJ. <laughs> Good on you, guys. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.